Welcome to Salam Nerds Podcast. We do recaps, reviews, and breakdowns of your favorite reality TV shows. Yo, 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 it's the Salam Nerds. My name is Steve, a.k.a. Watch me, my boy, Chad. Views expressed on this podcast are for entertainment and don't reflect our opinions about the cast outside of the personas presented on the show. Thank you to all our supporters. Like, comment, share, subscribe, and give us a good review. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Salam, nerds. It's your boy, Neebs, a.k.a. Watch with Neebs, and I'm here with my co-host, Jazz, a.k.a. President Jazz. President Jazz, one day. Yeah, yeah. Well, anybody makes a better better president than the president on the show. <laughs> My God, this guy was so bad. The worst president I'm ever. They were taking shots at Trump with it. Like, there's just no other way. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, this is definitely one of the top worst presidents ever. If this was 24, I would let Jack Bauer be like, "Yo, Jack, just let him go. Just let him go." <laughs> like, they were better off shooting him. <laughs> I'm with you, man. I'm with you. All right. so let's introduce our guest real quick. Yeah, let's introduce our guest. We got some different guests. Let's introduce the one standing right next to you, man. What's up, uh, Hamza? How are you? Hey, I'm doing good, man. Hamza, I'm, I'm really excited to be part of this, and uh, I think it's really cool. I've heard, uh, I've been watching your guys' podcast for a while, ever since Jazz started it, and uh, I'm really excited to be a part of it, finally. Sounds good, man. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, uh, I'm 32 years old. I'm a production manager at a company that invented the DoorDash software. <laughs> so uh, it's uh, really exciting stuff. And uh, in about 43 days, I get married to like one of the greatest people I've ever met in my life. So there's that. Very cool. Congratulations. Ooh. That's awesome. Good for you, bro. That's awesome. Uh, and then Saber, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey, this is, uh, and I appreciate Sir Jazz of Houston for calling me on the show. I have a, it's from like a fanboy moment to being on the show now. It is, an, it's a pleasure now. Uh, about me, yeah, I'm 24 and uh, I work as an analyst for a bank, but then I am a huge fan of the comic books and Marvel uh in general so I, I keep up with everything so i used to watch your show and then now i'm on the show yeah, yeah. funny story about that we actually met uh saber at the mass igna convention in chicago in december and he just comes up to us like hey i'm a big fan of your show and i'm like what we have fans <laughs> and so i was like all right i'm gonna bring on the show one day i was very very uh surprised when uh saber uh came up to me and he goes hey man uh, i love your stuff and i'm just like what stuff like <laughs> i don't know i was pretty surprised that was really that was a really cool moment but yeah uh topi right here says saber was actually mentioned in this episode technically i yeah, uh, yeah. yeah kind of yep. saber though so we'll <laughs> we'll get into that we'll we'll see we'll see um all right so Let's start off with this episode, but before we do, before we do, this is the finale. So let's go around and find out what are people's thoughts of the show overall, because the show is done now. We see it as a whole. Uh, what are people's thoughts? Uh, let's start off with uh, Saber. Well, uh, to, to begin with six episodes did not do justice to the entire Secret Invasion comic book series. And uh, well, watching the show, I think the last episode was some was you know kind of all of my all of my concept arts that I used to watch for Secret Invasion coming to life. So yeah, com- loved the finale, and yeah, you know that that's uh, I feel like the first few episodes I felt like okay, like when am I gonna see a Marvel character? But then without getting the A class Avengers, they 
still did an amazing job. Okay, very cool. Uh, Hamza, how about you? What are your thoughts about this episode or the season in general? Yeah, so the season in general, um, personally, uh, I don't know how I feel about the show overall. I can say, I, I don't know if I could say it's a good show, but I can say I did enjoy a lot of things in it, though. There was a couple of inconsistencies and a couple of things with the writing as well. Um, but what I can say about this finale, number one, I really like the title of it, just called Home, because it kind of hits on like that's whole that's all of Fury's mission is to find them a home, and that's where he failed at was finding him a home. So I really did um, enjoy the title of it. Um, to piggyback off what Saber said about uh, not having the A-listers, Marvel A-listers in there. I think that was one of the hangups that I had on there that I was hoping for a little bit more Avenger level of uh, Secret Invasion. Uh, but, you know, I think, I think they did okay without them. But also knowing that this movie, I mean, this, this TV show is going into the Marvel's movie, I would have hoped for maybe like a Monica Rambeau um, like appearance or Brie Larson or any of the Marvels, really. Uh, but just something a little bit more. But overall, I can say about this episode that I did enjoy a lot of it. And there'll be plenty of comments to get into about it uh, <laughs> later on. Um, but I am excited for what's to come after as well. All right. Jazz. And finally, what about you? You want to go first, Neves? I feel like I'm going to be the most critical. So you got to go from like the person who loved it the most to the person who hated it the most. I don't know if you are the person that hated it more because I like I, I like okay look I'm sorry I am so sorry I am not a hater. In fact, I am so much that I am not a hater. Someone says like this show is great. I don't see the hate. Look, I'm not hating on the show. I am not. All right. Um. In fact, too many people have called me out for liking too many things. Like I love the Eternals and everybody gets shits on the Eternals, and I love She-Hulk and everybody shits on She-Hulk, but I gotta say. This is my least favorite show. <laughs> but that's not to say it doesn't have good things about it. There's a lot of good things in this show. Uh, it's just my least favorite. I, I think it's even uh, worse than What If, which I, <laughs> which What If was like really down there for me. That's but, your hot take. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I, there's a lot of things I love about this show. I think it's really good. Um, there's a lot of things I think this show just didn't deliver. And maybe it's bad marketing. I don't know. Cause they did say that, Oh, this is going to be a grounded show and it's going to be the Andor of Marvel. Um, and to their, you know, to their point, uh, damn, <laughs> there's a lot of comments right now from like, yeah. I love this show to the show with a dumpster fire. It ranges so far. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> listen, this show had amazing acting. Like the cast brought it. The cast just amazingly. They, they did such a good work. Uh, cinematography was great. The lines were great. The dialogue was great. It seems like they gave somebody with talent a lot to work with and then no story. They gave them no story. It feels like a director had like both hands tied behind their back and they just did their best. They couldn't there wasn't really anything going on that really captivated me in this overall story, but there's individual things that were so great. You know, there's definitely, uh, what is it? Neve doesn't like Nick Fury's eye patch. <laughs> I don't have a problem with eye patches. All right. That's not my problem, but I don't know, man. Uh, there's a lot of things that I just didn't like. I would have loved to see more Maria Hill freaking fridged her right in the beginning uh talos got died uh so many endings just ended with like deaths whether they were real or fake and it just didn't really connect with me um there weren't a lot of like twists where you're like oh it's a scroll show so someone's gonna be somebody else and someone's gonna you know you're never gonna guess who is who we never had any of those moments where you're like oh i didn't suspect this person was a scroll uh except for maybe one in this episode uh which we'll get to um, listen, I'm not saying it's a bad show. I'm just saying out of, you know, it's like pizza, you know, uh, there's no bad pizza, right? Pizza's still pizza, but this is like the, the bagel bites of pizza. <laughs> In my opinion, I'm so sorry. Then based on what you said about this not being, 
or this being like probably the worst Marvel uh, TV show, is it under Falcon and Winter Soldier? Yeah, I think so, man. Because like Falcon Winter Soldier was at least a little fun. I don't like Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's, it's not one of my high ones up there. But uh, Kate Bishop and Yelena, like I loved that duo. Uh, I thought that was really, really great. Uh, I think Kate Bishop brought a lot of stuff. Uh, Hawkeye with all the fun arrows. Then we had Echo, uh, a little bit with the Kingpin. There was something for everybody. It's not my favorite, but at least it gave me something. This... This, this this didn't give me much except for the big fight at the end, uh, which is something that like She-Hulk really called out. She-Hulk is like uh, all these Marvel shows, that are, uh, finale, are just, you know, a bunch of cameos and big CGI fights at the end. And what was this? You know, a, few, a cameo here and there and a bunch. Of CGI. Yeah, like I think it literally was just like these CGI cameos of powers and like uh, uh, and some CGI effects. Uh, so, like I said, man, I, I hate to be the one. I hate to be the one, but it is. No, no, you're not the only one. Yeah. Let it, me give you my overall thing. All right, go I ahead. started off like the first few episodes. I thought they were amazing. Like, I thought they were like, okay, there's potential here. I can so see a story built here. I'm excited. Maria Hill dying early. Not see that coming. And I was like, yeah. all right, it's getting gritty. I like it. Cool. Mm. Uh, you know, there was a lot of blood, a lot of action. Like, they weren't messing around. And I was like, okay, this is refreshing. I can deal with this. And then episodes three and four happen, and I'm like, what's going on? This, you know, there's not much left, you know, not much time left to wrap the story up. This is yeah. going to crash and burn. Episode five, I absolutely was like, okay, all right, I am resigned now. I don't like this. And this episode was just the cherry on top of me not liking the show. There are some artistic uh, takes that they t uh, went with that I I am going to go into and dive in, which I'm not sure. Like you know, as a Muslim, as an immigrant, there are some parallels here uh, about what the president did. But you know, that's why I'm glad we have different thoughts on this opinion because if it was just two people trashing the episode, um, it wouldn't be a great show. So I'm glad that we have difference in opinions. So I'm really really excited. Uh, a diverse group here just well like with thoughts because yeah. last week i was just a shitting on it for 20 minutes it was funny <laughs> but then there's also a worst performing show so i'm like yeah no let, let's fix that diversify your bonds let's go <laughs> all right so this episode we leave off with nick fury putting on his suit why did he have to go through like seven different drawers in a cemetery to get his costume? I don't know. He could have just put it all in one <laughs> drawer, but he had it in seven. So he gets his eye patch, he gets all his suit, and then he's off to where he's going to go to. Uh, then uh, we see his wife in, this, in the not-so-safe house, you know, kind of like collecting stuff. Um, and we also see Rhodey just being a dick. <laughs> just a giant dick to everybody. Um, back um, that scene where Fury called uh, Mara, yeah, I actually really like that scene. I thought that was probably one of the highlights of the show. Like you could really tell the characters there were connecting, and it was a good scene for me. I actually was like, "All right, great, they're starting this episode off strong." Yo, I love every scene with Vara and Nick. Like I said, the acting is not the problem here. They got great acting. P people put on a performance on this show. Like it was that's that is not one of the problems here at all. Uh, I just feel like they just couldn't do as much with the show. Um, so yeah, um, let's see. So what happens then? Uh, we see Nick walking towards uh, the radioactive sanctuary that they're at and he's like you know coughing and it looks like he's getting sick uh putting on a show even when no one's watching we see that uh and then you know fury he meets uh gavik um what did you think about their meeting when they when they first met it's gravic let's go with saber first <laughs> well for the first time they met i was like Okay, uh, this is. I kind of had a hint that there was not Nick Fury because uh, really, and and when he when Nick, yeah, because you know like when he fell for that scroll soldier that was on the ground, uh, I kind of got this uh, vibe that oh it might be uh, G Gaia and she might be looking at him and oh no like this is the person I brought into the compound and he's dead, 
So that that feeling was uh, that is when I got a hint that oh I don't think this is Nick. And when he gives off that while I didn't think though the while was gonna be real. And eventually, when it turned out to be real, that was that was kind of a mind blowing moment. I was like, wait, did Nick Fury really trust the entire DNAs of all these Avengers and everybody to Gaia and without any like backup or anything? Like that was more of a Okay, I don't believe that this is happening. Mm, okay, all right, you're smarter than me because I, I I wasn't expecting it. Uh, what about uh, you, Hamza? Uh, yeah, I also did expect it. Uh, I think it well, it was a theory of mine, and also kind of when she said that in the previous episode when she's gonna put on a brave face, I was just like, all right, like I kind of felt that she was gonna do something like that. Um, I think the scenes between. Uh, Fury and uh, Gravik, especially at that um, New Scrollos, I guess is their uh, com- what their compound is called. Yeah, uh, but yeah. um, I, uh, the actor for Gravik, I think he's amazing. I think so the line that so so good. And I think he he gets so much intensity, especially like when he grabs Fury's face and like tries to explain to him why. And also, this is why I kind of thought it was uh, Gaia was when. She's like, oh, you don't, uh, when he was like, you don't remember that this is the face that you had me kill first. And it's like, well, it's Gaia. How could you remember? Mm. You know, like, um, you know, Fury would have remembered. And, you know, it's not like the other scrolls where, you know, they can, uh, I guess, transport memories into their mind. But Fury definitely wouldn't let Gaia do that because I guess his secrets are more like his children. You know, he, there's some yeah. secrets that nobody can know. And um, and I think their relationship uh, between Fury and Gravik was really good. Because it, a part of me, when I first started watching it, I was thinking like, like I felt like maybe there would be some twist where Gravik Gravik is his son, and or that was my theory, yeah, yeah. But like he was like a surrogate father in a way, you know. So and um, you know, but I do feel for Gravik in a certain light because I get it. You know, somebody made you a promise. And over X amount of years, that promise wasn't fulfilled. And eventually, you know, you become bitter and you become in a phase, you go to a phase where you're just lashing out, whether you think you're right or wrong, you're just lashing out to really get back at that person. But you take it out on, you know, a couple of thousand other people. All right. No big deal. Yeah. No. King Kingsley Benadir did such a great job in this. And when he grabs Nick and he goes like, you know, you made me. I was like, damn. And then he goes like, you pimped us. I was like, damn. He is really reading it into him, right? And like, I just saw him like literally a week ago in the Barbie movie. Completely different character. Completely different. <laughs> yeah, but we got Brown with one of the comments. He's saying he was great in the Barbie. Yeah, he was, yeah. Oh, he 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 could be a Ken or he can be a scroll. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Wait, uh, he, he playing the role of Ken in Barbie. I haven't watched the movie yet. Yeah, he plays <laughs> Ken in uh, in the Barbie movie. He's one of the Kens. Does <laughs> mean yeah. canon to Marvel? Barbie is now canon Marvel. Correct. <laughs> Multi <laughs> probably. Uh, but yeah. Uh, well, actually, uh, real quick, uh, we're getting eighteen minutes in. Let's take our first commercial break here. Uh, sure. Let's take a commercial break and then we'll come right back to it. Commercial breaks in five, four, three, two, one. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back. For those of you that are watching us live, yeah, there was no real commercial, but there will be a commercial on Spotify. Anyways, let's get back to it. So uh, Nick reveals that he really came back for Gavik, which turns out not to be Nick. So I don't know. Maybe he did come back for Gavik. Maybe he didn't. We don't know anymore. We don't know anything because <laughs> we don't know who's who. Uh, but, you know, one thing I want to mention while this is happening, Rhodes is over there talking with an admiral 
and kind of just like being a complete dick to the admiral right in front of the president. Like, first of all, isn't there a chain of command in the army? Like, aren't you supposed to like, you know, not talk that way to your like ranking officer? Like, Rody needs to chill. <laughs> what yeah, are your thoughts on that? Is Rody the secretary of state? He's colonel. He's isn't he Colonel Rhodes? He's Colonel, yeah. Yeah. What's the role in the cabinet, though? Uh, I don't know what his role in the cabinet, but the person he was talking to was an admiral. So I, I would, I would think yeah. an admiral would outrank a colonel. But does an admiral Any... outrank an Avenger? Uh, yes. You know, yes. No, no, <laughs> I, not, not since the Sokovia Accords have been disavowed. The Sokovia Accords are no longer in play. So they're kind of just privatized at the moment, <laughs> the Avengers. They don't work for the government. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, back to Civil War where he's like, the safest hands are our own. Colonel Rhodes is still a colonel in the army, right? So yeah. if he's talking to a general, then technically she outranks him. She outranks him. He called her stupid yeah. or something. He called her something really mean. I was like, damn, yo, you can't do that in front of, like, the president? Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. You know I don't know. He's really weird. I know. This this Grody was a dick. First of all, he's like talking about carpet bombing people, making references to wrestling moves that don't even make sense because the Undertaker doesn't do any flying DDTs like off the top rope. I don't understand this guy. Or a girl. It's actually a girl. Girl. Yeah. So I don't know. But yes, now while this is happening, we're back and we're seeing the fight. And then Nick gives Gravik the harvest which you know, we don't see coming. He gives him the, uh, the harvest, uh, and he goes, here is Carol Danvers' DNA, along with everybody's DNA. Uh, and when they put it in the computer, uh, they kind of tell us who all the people are. So I have it written somewhere. Let me, see if I can, let me see if I can find it real quick. So who are all the people that... Corvus Glaive, Thanos, Outrider, Proxima Midnight, Ebony Ma, Ch the Chitari, um, and then you have the actual people from the Avengers... Yeah, Captain America, Hulk, Thor, Valkyrie, Korg, the Winter Soldier, Captain Marvel, and then he has Guardians members, Gamora, Drax, Mantis. Uh, who am I forgetting? Ghost. 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 Yeah. yeah. Ghost. So yeah. the uh, so one of the uh things you know what I think I'll I'll, I'll wait for that later. But I think it's really interesting how like they pick which uh people DNA to use and which ones to not. I thought it was really cool. So we'll talk about that in the Easter eggs because I have a list of Easter eggs about why they picked all of these characters and not others. And even though, you know, why some of these were in here. So we'll get that in the Easter eggs. So that was really, really cool. Uh, but it's cool. Uh, and then we see this classified file that uh, was going around. And then we get to see Sonia. Sonia, you know, literally steals every scene that she's in. We We love her. If there's anybody I want to see in like another movie, it's definitely her. Agreed, man. Yeah, show. And I think this was, I think she's more of a Brit like like the Britain version of Nick Fury. Yeah. For me now. I, I, she was I, more I that... Nick Fury than Nick Fury was Nick Fury in a show about Nick Fury. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say that she's more of the British version of Val. But definitely more of a a, a badass. Like do, I don't. You know can curse. Know. Okay, you I can curse. So sorry, I had no idea. <laughs> you gotta look. <laughs> I forgot to mention that. Yes, we can curse on here. But yeah, I I feel like she's the like the opposite in terms of personality with Val, but the same amount of power, the same amount of tenacity. But she's definitely more likable than Val is. Yeah. Okay. Hundred percent. All right. All right. Uh, so. Let's go into the comments because we got some really funny comments right now. Uh, <laughs> someone says there was a Denzel moment right there, uh, which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah, that was uh, uh, amazing acting. Uh, yeah, uh, someone named a pimp named Fury, which is a reference to a pimp named Slickback from the Boondocks. Nice reference. Uh, will we do a Barbie episode? Yes, we will be doing Barbie uh, as soon as Jazz watches it. I love Barbie. I'm obsessed, uh, especially the Ken song. I'm, I'm just Ken. It's my jam right now. So we will be doing uh, probably this weekend. 
uh, we got some people saying, yeah, he was really rude. Um, I want to know how he was kidnapped. Who was kidnapped? Oh, how Rhodey was kidnapped. That is a good one. Yeah, a whole segment on this, actually. Yeah, yeah. We're going to get to that. Um, let's see. Drax was there. Um, let's see. When Nick turned into a scroll, they called him Nick Kroll. What? <laughs> oh, I get it. I get it. <laughs> That's funny. That's um, funny. Someone said, I was pissed they didn't use Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck was at the Battle of Earth. Yeah, so he was actually there. Someone did point him out in the crowd. So that would have been fun. Um, all right, cool. Some great comments. All right, so they turn on the machine, and Gravit gets the Super Scroll powers. And then as he goes to punch um, uh, which Nick Fury, Nick Fury stops it. Nick Fury. Right? So we, for a second there, I was like, yo, this show gave Nick Fury powers. It jumped the shark. What is this Looney Tune shit? Uh, And then it turns out to be Gaia. Uh, Now, Faber predicted it. I think Hamza predicted it. Jazz, did you, what were your thoughts? Because I didn't predict it. I, I, I was pretty surprised. I wasn't super surprised, but I was a little surprised. So I had a feeling it wasn't Nick because... I'm at the point where I hate the show where I'm going to start noticing all the little things that will piss me off. And so mm-hmm. one of those things was uh, Fury was on the ground, you know, with his pills because the radiation poisoning was killing him and he couldn't last longer without him. And then when Gravik was off on a soliloquy almost, uh, he wasn't coughing at all. And I'm like, he's not coughing. The show sucks. And, and, you know, that's obviously not what what it was, right? But at that moment, I kind of had a feeling like, watch, this is not going to be Nick Fury. And sure enough, it turned out not to be Nick Fury. Uh, the fact that it was Gaia was actually made me smile. I was like, all right, this is neat. Okay, I'll keep watching for a bit more. Yeah, uh, I thought it was good. And like Gravik doesn't ha- uh, have any issues with the radioactivity. So like he can be there and not have to cough or anything. So he's good to go. Right. All the so, There's no That's problem fine. with him. Right. Yeah, yeah. It was this when like, Clark Gaia stopped coughing in the middle. That's when yeah. I had my first inkling. So Saber yeah. and the Humphrey, they got it before I did, which is, you know, like y'all are smarter than me now. <laughs> Shout yeah, out to yeah, Saber. Yeah. <laughs> Saber's smart. Smart cookie, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Saber, you're so smart. Tell us why are the people downstairs, how, how come they're not sick? How, are they exposed to radioactive poisoning? Well, uh, I think. Uh, <laughs> The compound in general had these barriers that they again, you know, this is I guess a radioactive bunker, right? Uh, I think that was, that was in Russia and stuff, so I think maybe they were under the when they were getting out. That was the weird part. I was like, wait, why are you guys getting out? Yeah, you're we looking at the sky, and I think, okay, wait, there is radiation over there. So lots of inconsistencies, like Hamza pointed out. And again, uh, when Gaia and Gravik went into were fighting out. I was thinking, what about their DNAs? Like, those are exposed. Like, what happened to the the, the wild, right? Oh, uh, d- you're so right. When they brought the vial in, the DNA would have corroded. I didn't even think yeah. of that. You are so right. Mm. The entire thing about the show was, wait, there is this thing called the harvest. That is itself the most craziest secret that I've seen right now and do we just leave it just like that right Dude, you're right i didn't think about that i didn't damn. either damn damn daniel that's crazy all right <laughs> so so we what did you guys think of the huge cgi fight of graphic versus gaia because they went all out. They use all the powers. They use like, I don't know, like from uh, Captain Marvel all the way down to like Hulk, <laughs> every Ebony Maw, like uh, everybody they use. What are your thoughts about the fight? Who wants to go first? I guess Hamza, you can. Uh, yeah, Saber, why don't you go first? I have like a small comment. So when I was looking at the budget for the show, I was like, okay, two hundred million dollars. Okay, let's see what. Like, I felt I felt like majority of the budget was spent on the like the last episode. Two hundred million dollars. That's like two Oppenheimers. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. If okay, it's well, too uh, not quite, but <laughs> I'd try. maybe one Barbie. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah, maybe <laughs> two Barbies. <laughs> yeah, that's my that's my hot take on it. That's right, how we measure budgets uh, from now on. <laughs> In Barbie and Oppenheimer's. <laughs> I'm saying, uh, the, I felt like the fight was very like it was mirroring uh the ending fight in free guys with ryan reynolds oh yeah just using all the powers <laughs> except yeah. that one had an avenger and chris evans being there <laughs> <laughs> at least that had an avenger <laughs> but you know i did like the fact that when uh when uh he when nick stopped the punch and went in with the hulk arm that it didn't immediately change to gaia i like that it changed to gaia when he she walked outside opposed to yeah. it being right there. I did like that little suspense of like, shit, did they just give Fury powers? Yeah. And then like they're like, thank God, it's Gaia. It's, it's, not, it's not that. <laughs> I do feel like if you watch that in a at a Comic Con and you with a bunch of fans, like people would have been cheering at that scene. That would have been like the Hulk moment or a uh, bring me Thanos kind of moment. So I, I did like that. I thought that was pretty good. Um, the fight seemed a little super fast. Uh, a lot of stuff was happening. I couldn't process all the powers, but uh, uh, as Toyin is saying in the comments, she wished it was a bit longer. Um, I, I agree. I feel like it happened a little quick, and I feel like the ending where she kills Gravik happened really suddenly a little anticlimactic uh what are your thoughts about that all right i was taking this one um i actually thought this was good uh the cgi was fantastic mm -hmm, it was sure. quick which is not something you know you want in a show right because you want to milk as much time as you can to make the show better right but in real life if i was in a fight like that right rule number one is end the fight quickly you don't want to take more damage than you need to and in this case she did the right thing and ended it quickly <laughs> you're gonna punch, punch hard fast i i i i don't know about that i feel like yeah in a real fight you want to end it quickly but like at a in a choreographed fight you want it to be as visually pleasing and exciting as possible uh which i don't think a fury of cgi effects were as visually pleasing as say the winter soldier versus captain american knife fight right like that's a beautifully choreographed fight and it's so amazing to watch and i can watch it all day long whereas this fight and even with CGI, there's there's Thor versus the Hulk. That's a great CGI fight too, right? And and I, I like the kind of fights. Um, this, I feel like just there was a lot of stuff happening really fast. It couldn't really process. And then before we know it, it was over. Saber, what are your thoughts? Well, hang on. Oh. One quick thing about that. Sure. Would you want a longer fight with worse CGI? With worse CGI? Yeah, because that's a trade-off here. Yo, 219. Can, you can give me five more minutes of CGI, bro. Come on. $200 million? Like, where did it go? There's no big Damn. stars here. Who, where, did, where else did it go? I'm just saying. So, you know where the money really went? It went into reshoots. Because they, they had to do a bunch of reshoots for this. I believe it, yeah. That's probably yeah, same rule. Yeah, this was shot during COVID in London. So pretty sure, you know, at that time, they had like a bunch of reshoots. And I heard that a lot of post-production was also done because I guess, you know, what, what's happening right now in the world. I think there was a, there, there were a lot of references to the ongoing war that's happening right now. And uh, it, 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 I, I did find it a bit uh, interesting that they did slip it up in this episode where like, oh, you know, we have the Russian tanks in near the Ukrainian border and stuff. So I, I heard that they had to remove those. Yeah. So eventually when you're going to get the deleted scenes, you're going to look at those and you're going to be like, oh, wow, like this is strange. I heard they removed that line because it was too close to real life. And I was like, oh, damn. Uh, same thing happened with uh i believe uh captain america and the winter soldier where they make a reference to like a plague and that's going to be like the main thing that the black smashers do and they had to rechange the whole uh, plague storyline uh because of covid that was crazy too <laughs> that's wild that that well. yeah so coming to the fight scene in general i felt like Again, with Gaia, I, I could see that she would know how to use these powers because Nick Fury must have, you know, given her a brief on, oh, you know, Mantis, she works like this. But then with Gravik, I was like, he was using Ebony Maw. He was, so I, what I was questioning onto, like, now this is too much, too, thinking too much into it, is like, how do these people know how to use these powers? 
right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if they really knew how to use the power. They were probably just doing like whatever came, uh, showed up and they started using it. It could have been that. Uh, it could have been just like, it's intuitive. Like, you know, I've never had powers, but like, you know, maybe it's intuitive to, you know, learn how to phase <laughs> through a car. <laughs> Well, the way I saw it was uh, Gaia basically got to the binary version of Captain Amer Captain Marvel, and for her, it took her took her an entire movie just to learn yeah. her powers. Right? It's like, wait, uh, so Gaia can learn stuff faster than Captain Marvel, and at at this point, she's the most o overpowered person in this. Like, I feel like she's like a nexus being. At yeah. This point. So I, I, it does kind of feel weird that like we just met Gaia, and she's already the most powerful you know superhero meta human whatever in the entire mcu like it is a little little weird and it kind of feels like uh, doesn't i don't know because like look for example scarlet witch is someone who people know as one of the most strongest beings in the marvel universe but but we went through the we went through hell and back with her, right? Sokovia, Civil War. Like, we went through ups and downs. We got to know this character. We got to see this character lose everything, right? And when she becomes, like, this nexus being that's super powerful, you buy it. You're like, okay, cool. This person is the strongest person in the entire MCU. Like, we get it. We, we see the journey. Um, this was kind of just like, yeah, we gave her everyone's power. <laughs> like, okay, I don't know. I don't know how that works. Does that mean she also has everyone's weakness? <laughs> Amza, what are your thoughts? I'm, uh, yeah, I think uh, I'm going to align myself with Saber on this one. On the, yeah, like she is the most powerful character right now, which I don't necessarily agree with. I kind of hope they do something later on where it's like a trade-off situation. Like the more of these powers that you use, the more like maybe it's like internal radiation or something that's like, killing you because oh. i think like there should be because i mean what's the point of the avengers if you have all the avengers in one really yeah and uh yeah you know but but you know in a way i am super excited for to see what happens with gaia moving forward uh you know with her whole uh british val version of recruitment <laughs> and everything so uh, I, I wish they did the excalibur like like yeah. certain Avengers yeah. and stuff, yeah. It's going towards, and maybe even like you know if they do Excalibur, that's perfect where she can meet Kit Harrington's Black Knight and do a whole Game of Thrones reference again. Dude, that would be funny. Like, I'm down for this. <laughs> just gonna be like, let's do this, and she's just feel like you know nothing, and then not <laughs> great. Yeah, so that was one of my Easter eggs, right? So basically, uh, what Val, uh, not Val, but uh, Sonya does is she makes the MI-13 group, which, you know, includes, uh, you know, uh, Dane Whitman and uh, also Excalibur and all these, there's a bunch of like other superheroes that are part of it. So it looks like they might be making that team, uh, which would be really, really cool. Um but I did want to say something. Uh, the fact that, like, uh, Saber mentioned, like, it took Captain Marvel a whole movie to learn how to go, you know, binary, uh, whereas, like, Gaia did it in, like, you know, five minutes. Uh, I feel like that's, like, a cheap thing that they do in a lot of movies. Like, they did it in um, Superman, Man of Steel, because, like, Zod basically knew how to use all of Superman's powers within, like, 15 minutes, whereas, you know, Superman, it took him, like, a lifetime to, you know, uh, get his x-ray vision and his laser vision and his strength and his flight, like learn how to use all his powers. It took him a long while where Zod just knew how to use it right before the fight began. It's something I feel like they, they kind of do a lot, which I, I think is like kind of cheap. Yeah. Agreed. Let's go to the comments real quick. All right. Yeah. So back to the fight. Yeah. Uh, Toby liked it. Toying, which was a bit longer. Agreed. I mean, I, think the fight was effective for how quick it was it could be longer yes absolutely uh you guys want gravic to die like general question for i everyone. don't think i wanted him to die i wanted to see more of him i think he had a really good story arc i feel like he had good motivation as a bad guy and i would have liked to see more of him i think we can agree with that and uh there's a lot of room for like a prequel to this to see how gravic got to where he wanted to be I think that is an option to explore, if not like in a show or a movie, but like in a comic book or a light novel or something. I think that can definitely happen. Mm. Yeah. 
Uh, Gravit's last words were meh. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts on his last words? I have no thoughts about his last words. <laughs> if they were meh, they were meh. <laughs> <laughs> Sabre, what about you? That's the, that's the show to me. <laughs> <laughs> he was giving a rating of the show. Meh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brown Boy Wonder saying this should be at least eight episodes. That's Hard so agree. That's so I am so yeah. tired of Disney and their six episode bullshit. And here's Daredevil's the, getting episodes. Here's Crazy. Here's my thing. So for people that don't know, in the comics, Secret Invasion is as big of a storyline as Age of Ultron, Infinity War, Civil War. It's a big story it's huge and the fact that they just made it a six episode small thing where like nothing really changed uh other than the fact that we know who the who the skulls are now scrolls are now um like it really doesn't do that story justice in my opinion like if you watch um i think there is a cartoon on on a certain channel which we can't promote because of the strike by the way shout out for the people who are striking right now, um, you can find a cartoon that does do the scroll invasion uh, and secret invasion storyline, and it's done really well. Uh, and this does not really get close to that. And the comics does such a better job too. So I highly recommend, uh, you know, reading the comics. I, I think you'll really, really enjoy the storyline. It is pretty good. Um, this was a story where I thought a lot of stuff was going to happen. I thought it was going to be a grounded, gritty uh, spy thriller. And it was going to keep us guessing and keep us on the edge of our seats. And it was just a bunch of cheap deaths at the end of every episode. And, you know, I didn't really, really buy it. It didn't really hit home for me. Bro, well, all think... the money went to Nick Fury costume changes. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, Neves, uh, I I agree, and I I think this is more to the reason why Phase Four hasn't been the most successful phase yeah. yet, because there was there were no Avenger movies, and I feel I feel like Secret Invasion would be would have been the best way to do Avengers. That could have been like the Avenger movie. Like, uh, totally agree with you. The, uh, what you're saying right now, like everything could have led to Secret Invasion, and we could have had Miss Marvel, we could have had Chung Chi, we could have everybody, we could have all these people, and everybody could have been a scroll or not a scroll, and it could have been and amazing like uh an avenger movie right but it wasn't it was a nick fury movie where nick fury isn't even the most badass person in his own show mm. nick fury is like batman like that's what that's how i look at nick fury he's just a man he's just a human and he has all of these backups he has all these secrets and stuff but then in this show i feel like they didn't do justice to nick fury yeah really just a manager for people really just that's kind of all yeah, you yeah. there's so much potential and it was absolutely wasted i, I wholeheartedly agree with that yeah. we've got emma in the comments and michael Taylor ford he was actually on their twitter chat which is oh no <laughs> yeah michael the the chat is in youtube it's not on twitter yeah we're gonna fix that i don't know why that doesn't show up here yeah uh michael said the budget would have been 35 yeah it, it it would have been pretty high. It would have been like a movie. Three Barbies. <laughs> Three Barbies. Barbies and Oppenheimers. That's how we're, that's how we're counting shows. All right. Here's where the show kind of loses me, all right? So, like, the fight was fine. It, I, I liked it. It wasn't, you know, it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. I'm enjoying it up to now. Uh, then we got the Rhodes um, and, and the President and the little standoff in, in in the hospital where the president grabs the gun off the bodyguard and grabs it like wouldn't the gun be more useful for the bodyguard to have it than the president like what the hell was that what are your thoughts about that saber honestly first of all the hospital did not have any staff like there were no doctors or nurses or anybody and uh the other part was when he took the gun and i was like wait why are you doing that like does it does if they would have done it in such a way where like uh nick fury like uh, you know uh immobilizes the guard and the gun goes into the president's yeah. hands that would have made more sense not the president saying that hey give me the gun yeah if they were trying to make him look dumb that kind of worked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the comments makes a good point that the bodyguard's arm was broken and Fury did break it. Uh, 
but the president was in a hospital bed. All the <laughs> The president also had been shot. <laughs> and he and he isn't trained. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, President Rusin thought he was in one of those Olympus of Spotted movies. <laughs> <laughs> Channing Tatum and like what's the name? Who's the other guy? Uh, Russell uh was it Russell? Gerard, no. Gerard, Gerard Butler. Butler. Gerard Butler, that's right. Yeah, oh man, yeah. that that's funny. Um yeah, so so <laughs> Nick Fury is trying to, like, you know, reason with the president, even though, like, we thought he was going to go face off with Gravik. He's actually just here trying to, like, talk to the president. Um, why didn't he just shoot the scroll? Like, why, why, why was there so much explanation going on? <laughs> this is something Holmes and I were talking about right before we got on. Like, if you were to shoot Rhodey in the leg, you would see the green and the purple blood. Yeah. And it would have been an easy way to figure out you that. Did, if you did that two episodes ago you would have saved yourself so much trouble you know you know you know who did do that sonia sonia yeah who knows what's up she went up and shot her boss yeah. and was like oh look at that he's bleeding purple there's no uh hr issues you're shooting your boss if he's a scroll right <laughs> like that's <laughs> badass that is the badass uh nick fury that we should have had <laughs> i you know i will yeah. say that the whole uh the whole scene with uh sonia and uh uh, Sonya uh, like calling Rhodey saying like hey you gotta get him out of there and then Nick kind of like taking every everybody out yeah. like that was kind of like I, I really enjoyed it a lot actually and you know it was also because like I was expecting somebody who's not Nick Fury yeah. to do it yeah. and you know uh, I, th I think those two scenes with Guy over on one end and Nick and um, uh, Sonya on the other end I really did enjoy it and it uh, it gave me a pleasant surprise yeah, yeah. No, that was really good. He got his uh, Metal Gear Solid on where he was just like, you know, sneaking around and, and beating up these guys. Uh, I, I did like that. Um, so, yeah, um, the scroll dies. Um, and then, you know, Gaia goes down to the bunker and tries to save everybody. And then Ross is there and he goes, instead of saying, where am I? What happened? He looks over to Rose and goes, how long you been here? <laughs> like, what a, what a strange... I, question to ask and i think they did it because the audience is supposed to be like oh how long has uh Rhodes been a scroll uh what do you guys think how long has Rhodey been a scroll well uh i think i can positively say he's been a scroll since uh civil war because he was wearing the gown that and i think it was fine for ross to say that because ross was also in civil war and when he uh like uh you know, this whole after he got shot, after he got shot down and everything. And that's why, like, they're like, oh, I got you because his legs don't work the same as everybody else's. You know, mm -hmm. so he's been, yeah, he's been a scroll since Civil War, which I think plays into, it's going to play so big into Armored Wars with Scrody doing all these things with Stark Tech and all, like, weaponizing everything. And now real roads yeah, is going to have to pay for those consequences. All right. So oh, my God. It just occurred to me. What? When Tony Stark dies at the end of Endgame and Rhodes was there, that was Scrody. So here's why I don't agree with that. Because in Endgame, we see Rhodes bleed and he bleeds red. So, ah, they would okay. have to, so they would have to go back and retcon all of that and change the color of his blood in, uh, in Infinity Wars and in Endgame. So then if he was Fair. bleeding red at that point, then it had to have happened after the battle for Earth. Yeah, it has to happen after the battle for Earth. Unless they're gonna be like, mm, that was spaghetti sauce. And he put it in a <laughs> he put it in his pockets. He put it in his pockets <laughs> to get people not <laughs> I don't know, you know, who knows? They could retcon sure. anything. But yeah, uh -huh. I, I do believe he did bleed and um it was red. Okay. Let's take a quick commercial break. All Maybe right, quick commercial break. And we're back, guys. Welcome back. All right. So <laughs> where we left off, uh, we don't know how long Scrody has been a scroll, but uh, there are some theories that because of the gown, he might have been uh, a scroll since Civil War, which makes a lot of sense because we did see him in that exact same gown when he got an MRI done. Uh, the other thing is it's been after Endgame because he did bleed in Endgame. So we'll have to see which one comes out to be true. Um, but yes, uh, 
let's see. Uh, well, while Neve's thinking, let's go to the comments yeah. real quick. Sure. Uh, Neve was like, hey, he was secretly hoping it was Maria Hill taking people out in the hospital. Yeah. That would have been oh, a cool thing. That would have been cool. Yeah, I'm with that. Uh, our boy MF here is like, he, they played uh, fast and loose with the uh, you know, scroll detection techniques. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and if, uh, let's see what else. If Rose has been a scroll since Civil War, then he doesn't know Tony died. Yeah, exactly. That's going to be gut-wrenching for me if that ends up being the case. Because yeah. like it just occurred to me, and I'm like, I was a little sad there for a second. Like, oh, my God. He doesn't know. His best friend's dead. Like, yeah. oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. And then... uh Michael Ford, yeah, Scrolls started replacing people in Civil War days. That means Scrolls broke bad a lot sooner. Yeah. And that would give a whole other meaning to Secret Invasion. So, but, you know, as he also says, maybe superficial wounds are different from severe ones in terms of keeping the human form. So maybe they might be bleeding just because, like, it's, like, skin deep and not, like... Oh, yeah, maybe. You know, like, piercing into muscles, killing them deep. Yeah. True. Yeah. True. And then... But they were years ago, so yeah, like. But scrolls have been on Earth since '96. Correct, if not earlier. So yeah, yeah. or '95. I'm sorry, Captain yeah. Marvel. 90. When Blockbuster Captain used to exist, that's that's how yeah. we know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is the part that gets me, man. The president decides to do a uh, telecom and you know video, and he goes after all the scrolls like what the fuck bro and he does like this mass hysteria which uh you know might not be different from real life this might be the most realist thing the show has ever done the fact that you know you have uh immigrants and people from other countries and you're spoken like fear into regular people about like these people and they're going around like being vigilantes and shooting people that they believe are scrolls and shooting people that they believe are scrolls that aren't scrolls because they shot the uk prime minister who wasn't even a scroll that shit went hard man that shit was crazy what are you talking about that it's world changing if the uk prime minister was shot today right yeah like it would be covered all over the news like everybody would be going crazy yeah. and this is another thing. Like, I don't know if this is like the six episode thing or if there's bad writers. Like, that was such a profound moment that has huge implications for the world and they just glossed over it. That's the thing. Like, this should have been the show. This should have happened in like the first two episodes and the rest of, of the Secret Invasion should have been them dealing with the fallout of this. That would have been the show. That could have been amazing. There was so much potential. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. I guess we'll see in uh, Captain America: Brave New World. Uh, I think. <laughs> I, I guess you went uh, full George Bush, <laughs> Michael <laughs> Ford in the comments. <laughs> That's true, or Trump. <laughs> yeah, or Trump. but like, he is a one-term president, after all. <laughs> Did they forget that there was a scroll who saved the president's life, and that was on the news like five minutes ago? Don't matter. Like, did they just completely throw it out the window? It does. Even in real life, it don't matter. If one good person did that, a 20 good person did that, it doesn't matter. If one bad person does it, and they're a person of color, or they're a minority, uh, they don't look like the normal people, um, basically, they would not care. And speaking of not looking like us, is this whole declaration affecting New Asgard too? Does New Asgard have to leave? Because Valkyrie is an ambassador. Yeah, I think uh yeah. I think what they mentioned was though any uh any aliens not born on Earth. So Valkyrie which is gonna be crazy if Valkyrie just wakes up and everyone's trying to kill her and she has no idea why as well. So I'm pretty sure Asgard has has like amazing def def defenses compared to like yeah, right. US. Every Asgardian is stronger than an uh, like a regular person. Yeah, true, true. Uh but yeah, I think uh you know, this is where I'm kind of a little conflicted with I understand the episodes were short and they could have done something more with uh, the mayor being killed and uh, our prime minister. I'm sorry. But I think this is what also kind of gives us something to look forward to in both Daredevil and uh, Captain America and the Marvels also is that this is kind of like their way of getting the ball rolling to bleed into uh, to bleed into the movies because more people will see the movies than the TV shows. 
So it's kind of in a way more important for them to do it at that time and point. And I think it's also a great thing for them to bleed that into Daredevil uh, just because, you know, he'll, that's how Kingpin will probably become mayor of New York. He'll probably just like tell them, I'll get all these bad vigilantes mm. off the street or Ooh. something. Well, speaking of that, speaking of that, we do know that in the Thunderbolts, Harrison Ford has been cast as uh, what you call it, the president, right? So uh, him saying if the one-term president was kind of a little bit of an Easter egg, saying, "Hey, they're going to get rid of him and put in, you know, what's it called for the Thunderbolts, right? Someone much better." Yeah. So that is that is one of the other things. Let's go into the comments, and then we'll do some Easter eggs. Yeah. So Brown Boy Wonders Marvels. <laughs> the world is crazy now Twang was saying that yeah and uh <laughs> michael ford was saying you know this could be a miniseries on itself i agree i want to yeah. see a miniseries just like this uh yeah. he also wanted to mention that new asgard is in norway so it's norwegian law and the u.s president doesn't have authority there oh, but new asgard is tourist spot so you know we'll see but they also killed the prime minister <laughs> so and that's not u.s so. yeah like yeah. But Falk was there, so yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, uh, we're gonna go into commercials one last time, and then we will be back with some Easter eggs, and then we'll wrap up the episode. So we'll be back in five, four, three, two, and we're back, guys. All right, so let's get into some Easter eggs. A few of them we already kind of uh, talked about a little bit, but the one one-term president is a reference to the fact that they're gonna have a new president with uh, Harrison Ford. Um, there were some really cool uh, people that uh, Gaia turned into. Uh, Ghost, when she phases through the car that's being thrown at her. Uh, Abomination, I didn't know Abomination was going to be there. So Abomination was not at the uh, uh, Battle of Earth, and neither was Ghost. But Ghost was a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, so they would have her power because she was a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. And Abomination, they would have his power because Abomination was arrested in She-Hulk. So they showed us that a little bit. So what happened is you're probably wondering how come they don't have powers of uh, Doctor Strange or powers of like some of these other people like Shang-Chi. They only have powers of people whose powers are integrated into their DNA. So where, uh, you know, Doctor Strange, his, his is a learned art. You know, the art of the mystics or whatever it is. So it's not in his DNA. So that's why they could only get powers from people whose DNA it involves. Uh, the other thing was, let's see. Uh, they did the Hulk kick. The kick that the Hulk does to, um, uh, whatchamacallit, Blonsky in The Incredible Hulk where he goes through the tree. Uh, Gaia does that same exact kick where we got to see that. Um, and uh, as Saber mentioned, they go into binary mode. So that's another Easter egg that we got to see. Um, again, we mentioned this. Uh, Rhodey was wearing the gown and he can't walk. So this means that, you know, it's hinted that it could have been from Civil War, uh, but we don't know. And the other thing was Sonia is making the MI-13, which includes all sorts of people. Captain Britain could be there, Excalibur, uh, so many different people. Um, and then at the very end, they talk about the Kree peace talk. And you remember the Kree were the people that were killing uh, the scrolls in the Captain Marvel movie. And now they want to do a peace talk, which will probably lead into the Marvels. So I think that's going to explain why Captain uh, Marvel and Nick Fury and all of them are with the Krees in that movie maybe it's a peace talk maybe it's a lie to get them there so we'll have to see but these are some of the easter eggs that we got if you guys seen some feel free to share them um and now we'll go back into the comments and then we'll wrap this up yeah i love what michael ford is saying you're like the least believable part of the episode was the idea that xenophobia would keep ritson from being reelected. <laughs> <laughs> all facts uh, Unique's asking if they get the Black Panther powers, do they also get the illness oh, back? <laughs> God damn, dude! dude. Damn. <laughs> the Black Power, Pan- the Black Panther's power comes from the fruit, so I don't think it no, was infused heart with shaped the DNA. Herb, yeah. yeah, heart-shaped herb. Yeah, yeah. But it does give him like super strength, though, in a way, and makes him faster. They just don't get everything else. The heart-shaped yeah. herb is more mystical than just DNA being inside something. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Wanda, that's a good question, actually. 
So Wanda, I think that's a question to his. I think Wanda is a witch, and she her powers come from like a mystical thing too. So I don't think magic and mystics is something that's part of the DNA. I think her DNA has something to do with it, but it's like a it's like a two part equation, and the DNA alone would not do anything. Yeah, Sabre, what were you saying? I was saying I think the chaos magic basically. Uh, I think it was was it uh, the Mind Stone that basically. Expon- like increase your power exponentially. I think that was where uh, Wonder Vision. Yeah, that we learned that in Wonder Vision that Mind Stone kind of gave her her power. So yeah, that would be interesting. Again, uh, how are they gonna connect this to mutants and stuff? Because I think they would want to keep Wanda as a mutant, right, going forward. I, would think so. I don't think we're going to figure it out until uh, Deadpool. I think Deadpool is going to be the <laughs> what's going to really let us know what's really going on with the mutants, because. No one is supposed. No one can be recast as a mutant until 2025, according to the contracts. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So that's why that's why we've seen people use, uh, you know, Patrick Stewart, Ian McClellan, Hugh Jackman. They can have mutants, but they just can't recast any mutants until 2025. Gotcha. Did they not call? What about Miss Marvel? Though? What? Because did they not call Camilla Khan a mutant though? In, yeah, but, um, but she she hasn't been recast. Like you, what I'm thinking is, if they were the mutant in Fox, you can't recast them in the MCU as a new actor. Uh, okay, oh, if she was okay. original. She wasn't yeah. recast, therefore it's fine. Right? Yeah. So like, so like, if you have uh, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, they cannot recast and get another actor to be Wolverine until 2025. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah. And yeah. Another question that's from our audience. You know, I wonder if the creepy socks will lead to the introduction of Hulkling. Ooh. Spelling. But yeah, that's another thing we're looking into. Uh, Deadpool is going to do a lot. Yup. Yep, yep. Uh, Dr. Robert was studying genetics, so she will create mutants. That's cool. To that's think a about. good theory. That's a pretty cool theory. Yeah. Theory. And, you know, Michael's saying again, Hulkling is half Kree, half Skrull. So... We have a lot of things coming in. Well, that's in the comics. It, that's in the comics. In here, he's half Hulk, right? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. yeah. Lots of stuff going on. In the yeah, yellow no. suit, yes. Beauty. Yes. That's going to be really cool. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, we have people saying, yeah, I really hope mutants won't be a man-made thing. I don't think oh. so. Because Kamala Khan already is a mutant. And she hasn't been experimented on. Yeah, and I think they're I think they're kind of were tiptoeing around that with Wanda also saying that like she was already born like this yeah. and the mind stone kind of helped enhance it. So mm. I think that kind of helps their case in that. I think so. I think so. So we'll see. This seems you know uh, I'm really excited to see what happens in the Marvels. I like the fact that this kind of leads into that. Marvels is going to be a fun show. It's not going to be like super serious and gritty like like this and grounded. But it, sh- it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. What else is next? Is Loki coming out next? Is Echo coming out? Like, wh- I don't know what the schedule is now because of the strike and everything. I don't know where everything is going. I think for certain, everything's going to be pushed. But coming back to Secret Invasion, there's one thing that I was kind of banking on before, uh, like before, before I before i started watching it i kind of wanted agents of shield to come yes. back i was really hoping quake came back and that was like i'm an agent of shield fan i don't know where this rumor of quake came but everyone believed it everyone wanted to see quake and i heard it so often that i was convinced that we were going to see quake and there was no quake <laughs> yeah so yep you know i uh, i've been I, we i watched that show after i think this was pre-civil yeah. war and how they integrated into civil war and again you know hydra as well there's so many inconsistencies that i wanted to be answered in this particular show but i could not you know so i think that is another critique of the show where i would say that i would want all of these things to make sense but yeah yeah you're right anything can happen uh loki's in september or october <laughs> we'll get that confirmed uh, Thunderbolt and Cap are next for movies, and then Echo in late November. Mm, and then I think, uh, yeah, I think around the time, the Marvels is also in November. Let's start a rumor, like Unique said. Let's start a rumor that Quake will show up in the Marvels. Do you know how many people would go and watch the Marvels? People love Quake, man. <laughs> that's a good yeah. idea, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exciting. I don't know. Yo, but listen, if you 
like a gritty, grounded kind of spy TV show, maybe, you know, once the strike is over, check out, you know, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I don't know. Once the strike is I mean, over. Seen it. I, I approve of it. So, yeah, once it's, the strike's over. Uh, Actually, no, you can watch it now. If you're a fan of it or if you are interested in more Marvel content, you know, you can watch it. The strike isn't telling us to boycott yet. So that is true. They're not telling us to boycott yet. Right. We just can't promote any old works or new works, which I think I may be doing here. Kind of. I don't know. This is a weird line to follow. Uh, do what you want to do. Yeah. That's why. That's why I said after the strike. I was like, well, let's, let's just toe the line. Let's, you know, let's okay. make sure. Let's make sure. Let's make sure we're not doing anything bad. Um, but yes, that's all we have for this episode. Thank you, everybody, for joining us in the comments, man. It was a lot of fun having you guys here. It was a lot of fun chatting with you guys. Uh, before we go, uh, Saber, do you want to let people know where they can find you? Oh, uh, yeah, you can find me on uh, Instagram. My handle is for us, uh, beer. Uh I could. Uh, should I put that in the comments? Sure, if you want. All right. Guess and Hamza, what about you? Where can people find you? Uh, you can also find me on Instagram. Uh, I'll type it in the comments, but my uh, handle is Hamza X Hassan. Uh, and that's Hamza with a U, not an A. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us, guys. And thank you, everybody, for joining us in the comments. And we will be back next time. There's a Marvel show, but I don't know we'll have to see where the boycott goes if, if we get different directions we may have to uh not do any more shows uh we know that reality tv show is still good to go so you know if you're a fan of the bachelor and some of these other shows we'll still be doing that we will still be doing our sunday episodes of salam weekly where we just recap all the news for the week uh and then you know if these shows come out and we're still allowed to kind of talk about them we'll keep doing them uh but that's all we got for this week and until next time guys salam nerds peace